On Sex Positive Me, we explore all aspects of sex and relationships, ranging from fetishes and BDSM to ethical non-monogamy and LGBTQ issues. Sex Positive Me destigmatizes sexual practices and relationships while reconciling reality with myth and misconceptions. Our goal is to educate, entertain, and be advocates of sexual freedom. And now here's your hosts, Angelique and John Luna. Hi, I'm Angelique Luna. Uh, and I'm John C. Luna. That was that was the shortest intro I've ever gotten from you. Because we have so much to talk about because I'm anti-Valentine's love, hate, relationship. So let's go straight to the chase and talk about why Valentine's Day is just another day for us. Well, you're you're kind of a little anti-Valentine, to say the least. I've always have been. You know, when, when a young lady decides to watch the History Channel, St. Valentine's Day Massacre on Valentine's Day... What does that tell you about the girl? Well, I married her. So <laughs> it, it, it tells me a bit. But, um, yeah, so Valentine's Day, uh, it, I, it's one of those holidays that I think was definitely made up. I've heard rumors about it. I did some research about it. I actually heard it was moved over to be St. Valentine's Day because it was conflicting with a pagan holiday. They kind of just said, oh, oh we, need, we need a holiday here. So we can help convert more people and made it one of those things. But um, I don't know. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day has always felt to me like a, a, a holiday where women expect gifts. And I'm sorry to be uh, uh, I'm calling in gender on this one. But classically for me growing up, women expected gifts and had the right to be upset if they didn't get it. And men expected to give gifts in return for sex. And... That that's kind of like not what we would call a relationship. No, and I get really annoyed that we, as a society, like really up the game, stress the importance to show someone you truly love them on this glorious day of February 14th annually to show your undying love and affection and how this person is so special. Special. Well, they do go ahead, and, and again, it just feels made up. So, sort of like the, the 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 what is it called? The engagement ring thing. I'm not saying an engagement ring is is a bad thing. However, um, the whole De Beers bullshit about having it being three months your salary is actually a result of a uh, a 1938 ad campaign. That literally set people to believe that, oh, this is how much I'm supposed to spend. And if you spend less, well, it means you don't love that person as much. And, uh, yeah, the, the Beers is kind of like an evil company. I, I mean, th- there are some evil companies out there, but they really are. Isn't that like most corporations anyways? We just kind of like figure it out and we're like, hey, we still go with it. I mean, how much does the mouse get our paycheck? Well, yes, Mickey Mouse does get some of everyone's paycheck because they own Marvel, they own Star Wars, they own Mickey Mouse. They just happen to own everything. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't just... What I found out was, um, I'm going off on the tangent here of of the Bears, is that, like, Zales and all those other companies are still owned by the one company. So it's sort of like when you go to, oh, do you want to buy a Ford? Do you want to buy a Mercury? Or do you want to buy... You know, another one, you look at them all and they're like, they're all owned by Ford. You're buying a Ford with a different label on it. Well, yeah, it's just like I just discovered my dream car, current edition, 
is owned by another company. And I'm like, what? No, it wasn't owned. But a lot of the parts are. I'm sorry that if more than 70% of the parts are from another company, it's owned by another company. I don't care what you say. Basically, it's the Supra. I wasn't about to. I'm going to go ahead and say it. (gasps) Because (gasps) they didn't didn't do it (gasps) the way it was done. The original, the curvy body, the roar of the engine. (sighs) Well, everyone keeps telling me when you sit in it, you think you're in a BMW because BMW designed, they brought, I don't know why, BMW designed the inside as well as there was other manufacturers from other companies who decided to put their uh, two cents in. And Toyota, for some reason, accepted it. I, I, I'm just, I'm very disappointed. Really, really disappointed on that. So now I'm on the hunt for an older Supra. So I could still have my dream car the way I wanted. Not the new one. So because if I wanted to, I would have friggin' bought a BMW and not a Toyota Supra. So. Well, I want to I bring this around because we said we were going to talk about Valentine's Day. Well, yeah. Okay, so how how do you pronounce this? Lupercalia? Is that... Lu... What? what, what I, that's the pagan holiday. That's the pagan holiday. holiday. You looked it up. Yes, I looked it up. I looked it up that that's the pagan holiday that was replaced by St. Valentine's Day. Lu- Lupercalia. Lupercalia, okay. I think. I'm probably saying it wrong. Well, yeah, someone in our audience members could, like, find it and say that was an ancient possible pre-roman pastoral annual festival observed in the city of rome between 13th to 15th of february to avert evil spirits and purify the city releasing health and fertility so that was the pagan holiday replaced by saint valentine well because the romantic nature of valentine's day may have been derived from the middle ages where it was believed that birds paired couples in mid Mid-February, according to the 18th century uh, antiquit, uh, antiquized guys, Alan Butler and Francis Deuce. So, yes, that is why they overcome it with this St. Valentine's Day guy who has nothing to do with love. He was a well, Roman soldier. What, what I want to pull this back around to with, with Valentine's Day is... I read a great a couple books lately. I've been reading a lot. And one of the things they all had to say was in a great relationship, affection should never be held back as a bargaining chip. If two people are in a relationship, it should be an open form of affection. Doesn't mean they can't be anything bonus-wise, but when, you know, one party should not stop putting out or not stop hugging or kissing or not stop, you know, showing them affection and caring for them. Because they want something. That is not the basis of a healthy relationship. And now that we're going in and I'm looking at Valentine's Day, it is this whole, um, well, you know, beyond having a nice evening, what's the gifts in there? What, what's Because, I mean, if you walk into Home Depot, I went to, had a Valentine's Day section. What exactly do does Home Depot have to do with it other than just capitalizing on whatever they can? Everyone's capitalizing it. But surprisingly, they talked on the radio that they said that gift buying is down to 51% of people buying gifts for Mm -hmm. Valentine's Day. I mean, they still go out to dinner. I mean, it's still a big, you know, going out to dinner event. But, like, spending-wise, it's gone down. Interesting. So, so, I mean, it's one of those, like, okay, people are coming to their senses, 
because we kind of appreciate each other every day by giving gifts to each other, small little tokens. I mean, I go out doing errands, I come back with Starbucks, or I travel, I come back with a little gift from my travels, except for the last time because it was like, we've been to Atlanta, there's nothing much I could get you from there. Been there, done that. Yeah, but, and you but, go with me a lot of times. But, but anyways, yes. It's the little gifts. Right. The, the, the point of a healthy relationship, though, is not saying, you know, what did I get that one time of year? What, what was my birthday gift? My Valentine's Day gift? My Christmas gift? Oh, you mean sex? That. Well, that's what most get, men get. You just named the three holidays that men get sex. Valentine's, birthday, and Christmas. I think there's a lot of people who don't get, who get, don't get Christmas sex. Oh. Because the family's in town, you're so busy, you're overworked, then you have to go shopping, then you have, I mean, Amazon's helping, but you do all this other stuff, at the end of it, people are exhausted, and when the family's gone, I mean, family, we can love them, and we, we love having them over, and we love going out stuff, but it's outside of your normal routine, and it's exhausting. Extremely. But it's interesting how we are so focused on love, love. Like, Really? Seriously, just to, just to remind people, sex and love are not the same. Just saying. You were going to go down that route. Yes, I knew. You knew I was going to go down that route. Well, sex and love are two. They're usually held together. Uh, but they are two different things. And a lot of people don't think of them that way. And you know some, what I'm going to compare it to? Is most people think in men, an ejaculation and an orgasm are the same thing. True. But they're not. They're not. They usually happen together, but they don't have to happen together. So, um, but lo lo love and sex. Mm -hmm. Love is a feeling that, well, different types of love. In the beginning, love is almost that infatuation. It's, it's that thought process where you're always thinking about someone. And it's not, I wouldn't call it obsessive, although it can be. It is that kind of focus. You get uh -huh. that NRE energy. Yes. Which is new relationship energy. But it kind of, that will last maybe at, at most two years. And then it kind of transforms itself to a genuine caring. And uh, someone gets incorporated into your life, whoever that is. Again, whether you're monogamous or poly or whatever it is, that, that someone gets in, romantically incorporated. Well, you know, my example of new relationship energy, to, to best explain it as I speak Disney, is Toy Story. When Buzz is given to Andy as a Christmas present, Andy focuses all his attention to Buzz and forgets about Woody altogether. And then Woody, the rest of the movie, is trying to get rid of Buzz because he wants Andy to pay attention again to him. But Andy never lost love or interest in Woody. And it was just a matter of like, hey, you know, I'm just focused on Buzz right now because he's new and shiny and got my attention. But doesn't mean I don't love you any less. Are you teaching stories of NRE and polyamory with a Disney movie? Hence, I put on my resume, Disney Speaks. It's not far off. It isn't. It isn't. Because if you go to Toy Story 4... Where Bonnie creates Forky, and Woody has to go through NRE again with Forky. But, but this time he was a lot more supportive and explaining to Forky why Bonnie loved him so much and why he was so important to Bonnie and was very supportive. 
because he enjoyed seeing Bonnie happy, and Forky made Bonnie happy. So that's where we lead so into conversion. In to- yeah, in Toy Story Four, the Polly story uh, of the toys, because that's really what Toy Story is at this point. True. Has moved to show compersion, where you love someone and want to see them happy, even if you're not the one giving them the happiness. Correct. Oh my God, this makes sense. <laughs> oh my God, you were finally speaking Disney. Look, I knew about the 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 the. What was the mermaid one? Little Mermaid. Having the the drawing with the uh, the penises that. What got released until people realized the castles were penises and they pulled that poster. I still I, have the case. I, I, again, I knew there was uh, a lot of sexual overtones with Disney. I never thought Toy Story was a story of polyamory. It's That's a great amazing. Ex- it's a great example and it's a great explanation. And once I explain it to people like that, they're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I understand. There we go. There we go. And we thought Buzz and Woody were just references to sex toys. Nope. They still are. (laughs) Please come to our Toy Story presentation, which will be happening sometime this year. Yes, we'll figure out when we're presenting that one. But, uh, wow, that that was kind of a mind blower. That, wow. (laughs) But yeah, where were you going on your NRE? I was just explaining NRE to our audience. And and the more layman's term. It's interesting because it's bringing in polyamory and bringing Uh Valentine's Day together. brings me on an interesting note that, um, again, the way we experience affection or try to do it is we do it every day. Mm -hmm. It is not a, uh, hey, a holiday's coming up. We'll wait till then. In the morning when I wake up, the first thing I really do is roll over and give her a kiss and see if she's awake first. And if she's not awake, um, I mean, if I'm going to gym, I may go ahead and sneak out. But for the most part, I express my affection. I always get up. I won't say I always get up first, but when I do get up first, which is the majority of the time, mm-hmm. I always ask you if you would like me to make you breakfast. Yes. And I make you coffee or tea. These are my expressions of affection for you. And it's not a um, thing I do once in a while. I don't save it for a, a week, a weekend or something like that. And it's not because it's just part of our efficient routine. It's just my way of showing affection. Mm-hmm. When you go out, because you do most of the shopping, um, yeah, when it comes to going to Costco's, Walmart, uh, Sam's Club, I will come home with all the cool stuff we have no reason to have. So I have been banned from that. Yes. And you will go with a, with a list and I get pictures saying, you know, do we need this? Do we need that? Would you like this? And I'm not quite banned from the store yet. I will say I'm slightly discouraged. But the point is, when you go out and do something like that, you will always come home, and even if it is a cup, cup of coffee from Starbucks, or it's a tea I like, or you'll always go ahead and set something for me. When either one of us go on trips, again, we try to make it that that special thing that even if it's as simple as, um, yeah, this is the fun, what you brought me home, you went to a nice hotel, you went to the W. Oh, yeah. It was unintentional. That was an unintentional and, gift. And it was a trip. busy trip. Yes. Because you were, you said you were in class eight to 10 hours a day. Yes. You, you, you would come home. So it wasn't like it was a fun, relaxing trip. It was pretty damn intense. And what did she come home with? She, she, they gave her a bath kit, which basically had, um, what, what was it? A nail file, a shower cap, a bunch of other stuff, which, and, and you just picked it up on the way out because you're like, I need to get something for my husband. No, I just needed, no? I needed cotton swabs and that's what they gave me. 
So it turned into my gift. Yeah. Well, I didn't give it to you as a gift. I just say, hey, this is what I got at the hotel. And you got excited. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess that's your gift. Because there was something to for the nails that you're like, oh, I really wanted this. So It had the little cuticle pusher back, which, of course, I like to keep those in my car. Just in case you go to a meeting or something. Anyway, regardless, it's always some type of gift. Um, and it doesn't have to be an expensive gift. And I guess that speaks into uh, love languages. Oh, yes. Love languages. Because there are five love languages, right? Yes, there is. And do you recall what they are? Um, they are words of affirmation, gifts, touching. Uh, wait, I, I know the other two. Uh, oh, shoot. Sir, oh, act of service. Act of service. Service. And then... Oh, Lord. Oh, great. I don't have my phone because I, I got a great meme on that one. And ah, we just did the class. Yeah, we just did a class on Art of Seduction. Now we're trying to figure out. The thing is, I'm, I'm slowly going through the notes as quickly as I can. It's like it's all the way towards the bottom because I know it's words of affirmation, act of service, gifts, touch, and quality time. That's it. Quality time. That's the other one. See, now i got to go ahead and do a find because I'm just not finding it. You are oh, here we go. So, the love languages, and which is a shame because we know the book. Um, words of affirmation, acts of service, uh, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. The reason why I bring these up is on a Valentine's Day, and you know, it's, it's this whole gift thing, but what if gifts aren't your love language? What if, you know, getting a gift is not something that gets you, uh, uh, you know, excited i i know one of our love languages both of ours is words of affirmation mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be verbal at all honestly the funny thing is the words of affirmation can range from me texting you um you're amazing and i love you mm -hmm. um to me sending you a picture of me shirtless or bottomless or something to go hey what you doing i'm thinking of you yeah a picture of your kilt i like when you wear your kilt very very successful this week at nude nights but Yes, nude nights did go very well. It was an art exhibit, but um, the words of affirmation don't have to be words. Well, they can yeah. be written words. They don't have to yes. be spoken words. But they can be flirting. Flirting are words of affirmation for many of us. Mm -hmm. I like being flirted with. If my wife stopped flirting with me, I would definitely feel a little weird like something's going on wrong. Because you do flirt a lot. I do flirt a lot with you there. But I'm also touching that you've, got, you've gotten used to it as a commodity. You know, it's like, hey, you know, I'll do this and you get snuggle time, you know. <laughs> One of the things um, that we're doing now, like being Valentine's Day today, is we both appreciate quality of time. Right. So after we're doing this podcast and pushing it up, we're basically going to enjoy each other's company. We're not going out tonight. We've already bought uh, steaks. Steaks, coconut shrimp, potatoes, and... Oh, I didn't get dessert. Well, we've been eating a lot of desserts lately, but we can find the dessert. We have chocolate-covered strawberries somewhere. Yeah, those are super sweet for me. It's like, ah, uh, diabetic. It's weird when I have to say that. Or we can just run out and get, I don't know. It's like, I, 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 this week is just so jam-packed. I'm like, I'm enjoying just being a hermit. Sometimes just being at home and having quality of time with someone is the best gift. Right. It doesn't have to be anything from Zales. It doesn't have to be gold or jewelry or a new whatever. It, it sometimes is just the quality uh, with the people you love. And put down the phone. 
<laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Don't go out to dinner and then you're on the phone. No, don't stay home and be on the phone. Well, no, no, no. Focus. We went out to, on Tuesday night, we went to Phantasmagoria's dinner show at Maxine's on the Shine. It was fantastic because it was blood gory love stories of Valentine's Day. I, I actually got super excited when they're saying, well, one of the selections is um, duel to the death for your lover. And I'm like, yes! And they're like, the actors are like, she gets it. And I'm like, yes. It was a nice dinner show with a very macabre feel to it. Very Edgar but, Allan Poe. Extremely Edgar Allan Poe. Very dark, very gothic. And I love it because it's everything not Valentine's short performance but i did see a couple of people on their phones i mean i can understand if you're taking photos fantastic you know because they're great performers we can take video so i respected them because we've been following them for ages and the funny part is sometimes um myself as a fortune teller works the same events as them and we can't see each other's performances so this was nice actually enjoy it but i saw people just like in between the breaks because they did like Two little breaks. Mm-hmm. Instead of talking with each other, they were on the phone. I'm like, I was actually trying to talk with the people around us. And they were great. We really love going to these events where it's social, where you're not at your own little table in the corner. We want to go ahead and talk to people we like. We like doing that type of social eating, which is becoming more popular. Yeah. But at this point in time, I do want to take a quick, uh, we'll say, commercial break. And I'm yes. going to go ahead and go into commercial. Because one of our sponsors, um, Fair Villa is uh, breaking off a little piece of itself almost and calling Fairville University, which is going to be focusing a lot more on um, workshops and classes. Uh, And uh, again, they are a retail store, but they're doing some great work. So far this month, we've already taught uh, two classes for them. We already did Art of Seduction, Mm -hmm. and we did... Ropes uh, and Bond. Uh, bondage and rope 201 201 there yes and we're starting to notice people prefer the interaction so we're actually going to be doing more coming up just want to give a shout out there's going to be another rope and bondage coming up in key west on march 1st uh we're also going to be doing a tantra 101 which i'm looking forward to on march 18th and then we're doing a sexy consent over at uh secrets hideaway which is a uh resort in kissimmee florida but one of their new things that we're pushing, for those of you on camera, is this. We have a sub card. Oh, that was a perfect name for it, wasn't it? Yes, the sub card there. Not to be taken from one of the local uh, places who sell subs, you know, sandwiches. We, we just thought <laughs> it's a I different. I never even thought of that. Well, don't but you the remember? same concept. Yeah, but don't you remember there was that, oh, God, what was the name of it? We totally lost it. Like the sub protector, you know, the, to put the can in. Oh my god! I have to find that. Uh, we, the, we, the, 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 yes, they, they they actually have a sub. Okay, meaning a sandwich protector. You're not wrapping your submissive in bubble <laughs> tape or nothing. Please don't do that. They need to breathe. Uh, going back quickly to card, it is basically a frequent attendee card. If you attend uh, seven workshops, you get one for free. So I just wanted to give a shout out to Fairville University for taking the educational initiative on that. And there's literally 47 classes lined up over the next year or so. Check us out. We have a lot coming up. Yes. And what is amazing, we already have one couple who is almost close to completion. They have done five classes with us. I, I, I love the frequent attendees. They're so much fun. Yes. But coming back to the subject, I do want to go ahead and throw something out there. Uh, a little off of the topic of Valentine's Day, and that is social media. 
Social media has been adamant about not letting anyone advertise uh, about sex. Well, at least us sex educators. Because if you're advertised about Viagra or Cialis or Budweiser and you have uh, a bikini-clad woman being covered in oil and you know, waterfall, that's okay. So, we've got banned with every advertisement, even trying to advertise a body-positive workshop. That got banned. We tried to promote advertisements for uh, a hormone and wellness specialist. And he got banned, too. As a medical professional. As a med, so they're banning even the medical profession. Mm-hmm. So, I went out and created a post, and I'm going to read it exactly as it is. It says on here, social media companies are banning any promotion containing sexuality or relationship education. Even non-sexual health ads are being banned. If you enjoy our content and support freedom and education, please subscribe to our newsletter. Thank you. And I put a link down there, sexpositiveme.com slash newsletter. And then I went ahead and tried to promote it. We tried to give them money. We did. We Well, tried. they took money. They took 80 cents. Yeah, 80 cents. I had a $30 budget. Exactly. Uh, they took 80 cents. Okay, sorry. Instagram took 80 cents before they said I violated their their um, their policy. And they, they took the ad down. Facebook took 20 cents and banned it. So, it really doesn't matter. Uh, we we really need to stand as a community, and someone needs to someone needs to organize this better. But we need to tell social media companies like Facebook, like Twitter, to pardon my French, go fuck themselves. That we're people, and that this 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 is BS. We 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 like this stuff. It's nothing bad. It's not like we're doing porn. There's no nudity in here. It, it absolutely none whatsoever. So. One of the ways we're keeping in touch with you guys and a lot of sex educators are having to keep in touch with you, uh, their, their audience is by newsletters. So if you go to sexpositiveme.com slash newsletter, you can sign right up there. And we're now sending off once a month emails just to promote the, the classes and workshops we're doing. And by the way, it's not just in the Central Florida area. And it's, it's everywhere. not just us doing it. Um, well, no, what I mean is we're going to be actually doing presentations as far out as California this year. Mm-hmm. So, and perhaps, uh, let's see, Atlanta, possibly New Orleans, and Toronto. So we may be in your neighborhood. So, again, if you can, we would appreciate it. Sign up so we can at least talk to you guys. Okay, that was my rant. <coughs> so now we can the, go back to Valentine's Day. That was your rant? Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, my rant on social media because that's been bugging me. Quite a bit. <sighs> it, it is. It's very buggy. I mean, it's just frustrating. I laughed my head off because it was just tax. That's it. It's just tax. And they banned it anyway. I know. But, you know, and that's the same thing. It's like sometimes I have to have that backup email address of AngeliqueLuna.com in order to send things to people. Because if I send anything from Sex Positive Me, it doesn't get to there because they have filters or whatever. their their things. Remember that one time when I was having that media appearance here that Fasta and Sesta kicked in and boom, they never got my emails anymore? Well, that's just... That's that's kind of the trend we're seeing, mm. that government doesn't understand it. They pass some blanket rules to say that this will benefit us, 
the people that it affects don't understand the rules. There's no one to explain the rules to them. Right. And then they kind of have to do this knee-jerk reaction to stay legal. Yes. So, of course, it's overkill. And yep. I don't understand it. Sex, sex is a part of a healthy relationship. It's not anything bad. This puritanical view that sex is something we should do for procreation. If we enjoy it, we should feel shame. Screw that shit. We should have lots of shameless sex. And it's honestly taken me years to get to the point to really enjoy sex and be like, this is my sexuality. I am a bisexual male. And screw everyone. I don't care. I'm going to enjoy my life with men and women. Absolutely there. I mean, the biggest bitch and complaint that I have is the whole, um, it's okay to promote male pleasure, but not okay for female pleasure. Because you could see Cialis, um, Viagra, all those friggin' ads all over the public transit, the television commercials, everywhere. Sure. But you don't see anything for women because they're banned. I mean, kudos for Unbound for keep fighting the good fight to try to get their ads everywhere, which... Unfortunately, they're very artsy and creative and no one's able to see it because it promotes female pleasure, even though there's no sexual reference or anything on them. What's really funny is there's a, um, what do you call it, the ultrasound weight loss now, which is very popular. Uh, my, my, my MD actually starts doing it. And then you walk in the office, there's a big poster, and it's of a woman's midriff, just below the, just below the breast, all the way down to just above the um, above the hips, so yeah. it's the whole midriff area, and it shows it nice and smooth, and you know curved right, and that is okay, which shows a lot of a female's body. However, they're not pushing pleasure to you. What they're saying is your body isn't good enough. You can look like this, and no problem. I, I you know that thing where you talk to Alexa. And then it shows up on your Facebook. It is true. They it's did, very, very true. Very true. Um, so we were talking about it, and I was getting ads for weight loss. Yep. And again, it's the same thing. They also had one where they showed a guy with rock hard abs, and it's just above the crotch area, all mm -hmm. the way up to the neck. And it's such a negative message to say you can look like this. Well, that's not the negative message part. The negative message part is you don't look like this now, and you should. Yep. And that type of negativity is just horrible. And then you go ahead and try to do a body positive class where we tell people whatever body you have, it's okay. If you're a big girl or a big guy or a small girl, if you're tall, thin. Um, last night we had a guy that was very much loving my kilt. Yep. But I had about six inches on him and he was very upset because he's like, that thing will come down to my socks. Yeah, he was like very disappointed because he needed to find someone could um, Make build a custom kilt. yeah custom kilt there, and I was like thinking, oh, I know PD kilts make some really tiny, micro tiny ones. Because remember, we almost did the twinsy photos uh, yes. over because I thought it was really cute. So he didn't want it that small, but you know, just a little bit more his height. So on this Valentine's Day, we're telling you with all the ads out there. <laughs> Take a look, because a lot of them are going to tell you to buy stuff, which is obvious. And a lot of them are going to tell you of what people should look like. And, and, and then we try to push body positivity and acceptance. And we get banned. It just, it's, it's beyond the social stigma. It's big business getting in where, they're, where 
their judgment doesn't really belong. Yeah. I don't like that. I, I don't like that either, but, you know, that that's the way we do it. But at the same time, you know, people would read and do whatever the magazine articles do because, you know, Cosmo is such a great resource there for everybody. Well, you know what? I'm not going to even beat up on Cosmo because it is something that I've, I'm starting to look at and read because they do post to the audience that I like to be involved with. Ten men reveal what they actually really want for Valentine's Day. Well, I want to see if I'm one of those ten men or they're way off. Oh, okay, okay. This is what they posted. This is a recent okay, article. Okay, now we're talking about Cosmo. Yeah, you know, this is January 16, 2020. So this is what they they interviewed men, and this is what ten dudes had to say what they would love for Valentine's Day this year. And of, obviously, sex is included because, well, sex. Okay, one guy actually said Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, that's, that's uh, definitely a judgment-free zone. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I would have just said concert tickets, not Taylor Swift. But again, judgment free. Hey, whatever he likes. All, All right. Good. Here's a good one. A nice romantic date to a fondue restaurant because I love food. Then maybe a movie and later a surprise of her wearing some new lingerie. That's, to me, the perfect date and present. Number that sounds good. That, yeah, that, that, but that's all, again, goes back to the stereotype what guys want. But why does guys have to ask that the woman wears lingerie? Uh, well, you know something? It is on that same thing that there is a huge amount of lingerie and clothes for women. But most, I'm going to say straight guys, and I'm in there as, as a colorblind guy. You know, when I get dressed, I ask you what what looks good. I mean, we go to the store, I say, should I get this or not? And I go with your advice. So I'm not used to going ahead and being able to go and buy stuff to surprise you with lingerie because, you know, I don't know. Guys in lingerie is, is a fairly new thing, and I see it much more in the gay community um, with stuff like Christian Anderson and a lot more uh, gay apparel. What's that weird look? Well, no, no, no. That it, it's something new. The lingerie. No, it's been around since the dawn of lingerie. Well, when you say you know, in the and when I get dressed up and I say I'm, you say I look good, which is always. But usually I'm in a suit, or I'm in a a harness, or I you know wear the top hat and stuff. It's usually those things are not the things I wear to bed, while. I love when you wear your dress. Your dress last night was absolutely beautiful. But when we come to bed, again, that's lingerie, so it's a little separate in there. I mean, I can wear sexy underwear, but let's be honest. Most guys still wear Hanes. And, and Hanes is Tidy whities Come on, guys. We, if you want us to wear sexy lingerie, you have to find some sexy underwear. Just saying. Anyways, let's continue on. Continue the list. Uh, honestly, I prefer something simple like chocolates or going to our favorite restaurant or a corgi. Okay, bringing pets. I don't know, just or a corgi. Yeah. Some guys like pets. Continue. All right, that goes into gift giving. Um, four in general, I like getting gifts that maybe I mentioned I needed in the past. Let little things like, oh, I really wish I had that tool, an appliance or whatever it may be. It would make this so much easier than a few months later. Bam! I get it. It shows me they're listening. And I do try to do the same thing and keep a running list for my family and lady. Hey, this guy at 24 gets He's it. it. He's got he, it. Yeah, he gets it. He has it down. You know, women, we have to do the same. We can't just 
bitch and complain to the man. Oh, you didn't listen. You didn't get what I really wanted. Do you do the same? However, no, no. However, I want I want to give a tip to guys, and this is works for girls too. I have a horrible memory when it comes to like walking through a store and seeing something you said I like this. You'll say I like this dress, and it's a red dress, and I'll remember it's a red dress. And if I come back three days later and look at a bunch of red dresses, I won't pick out which one it is. However, we have this great thing called our cell phones, which have cameras on them. So I literally have a folder in my uh, Apple Photos called Angelique's Gifts. And when we walk through the store and she says, oh my God, that's really nice. I know I'm going to forget it. Especially if it's like June and you know her birthday's not till October and Christmas is not till December. I snip a picture, I put it in my pocket and I forget. And I get to forget because a few months later when I have to go ahead, okay, it's a week before Christmas, I need to buy something. I have a menu of all these different things that she said she liked. And it's worked out so well. I've been doing this about two years now. Guys, girls, I highly recommend it. Do the pictures. Yes. Number five, I'm the worst at receiving gifts. So whenever I get one or ask about one, I'll keep it simple. Literally, I'll be cool like a pizza or maybe a t-shirt or a fav- of my favorite baseball team. Also, I never mad about something going down on me either. Okay. Oral sex, right there. First one, number five, of course. But I, but I do like it that it's it's a woman expressing her desires sexually. No, no, th- this, this is a list. All guys? These are all guys. Going this, down. This this okay. is a list of what guys want. Then I'm gonna go ahead and say it the other way too, that we always talk about socially women not expressing themselves. We want to know what you want, and we're talking sexually. When we go down on you, tell us what you want. But continue. I digress. No, no. It, it goes back to, you know, women freaking express what you want. Anyways, number six. Anything handmade. No matter what it is, being handmade makes it something I greatly appreciate since it took time and thought. I have never done it, but I also love the idea of camping on Valentine's Day. It might be cold, but I think it would be worth it to have the distance from other people. Okay, so it doesn't have to be camping. We could go to a nice hotel. Bed and breakfast. Bed and breakfast, Airbnb, all by themselves, mm. you know, and not have people. But again, even a girl likes something like that, that you took time and effort and thought into a gift. Doing the planning is definitely a sign that you're listening. Yeah. You know, and, and, and here here's the thing. If your spouse expresses what they like, I don't trying to think stuff you like. Marvel movies. So, example being, if I went ahead and bought you tickets and brought you to one of those cons, you would be ecstatic at that. You well, I thought you, I thought it. you were going to use the 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 latest example, my Madame Leota Funko Pop. Yes, yes, Madame Leota. It's it's a it's a Disney thing. Um, <laughs> is the best way I can put it. But it's no, no, no. I saw it mansion. out. Yes, I, we sought it out. Um, I had to. It was sold out. I had to go to eBay to buy it, and it was a gift you always remember. But it, again, let you know that I was listening. Right. Okay. Seven. Can I preface that I don't like the holiday? But being honest, oral sex in bed in the morning, a couple's run later, a cook a great dinner with my girlfriend or spouse with two bottles of really good wine, our favorite music playing all night, and a close it out with some good sex. Oh, and giving each other's massages pre or post sex. 
Massages are good. Yes. Yeah, you know, I, I give them a 50 because, you know, they had a great dinner, bottle of wine and massages, you know, again, goes into men want sex. It shouldn't be just this time. It should be every day, but that's just me. Number eight, I would be happy if my girlfriend cooked me anything wearing just an apron, literally anything. So it could be boiling water. Well, nothing with onions. Or if she planned the whole day herself. She knows what she wants to do on Valentine's Day more than I do. So she planned the whole day and I'll be kind, gracious, loving boyfriend all day. Eh. Well, the one thing I will say to it from experience, if you are going to cook nearly naked, don't fry. Things splatter. I know this from experience. But, you know, it's... I like the thought of what he's saying, but unfortunately, women want the men to plan the day out. Not that the woman plans it and the guy is just gracious. He goes and flips the bell. No, that's not what they want. Well, here's the thing. This, and I know we're hearing from guys and typically the, the masculine side of it. The, the, the gender roles we've already discovered flip. In this relationship, you're the, I'm the planner and you're the last minute one. Oh, so totally. there are definitely classic roles that for our parents and grandparents were classic. These are the men roles. These are the women roles. And now that we're in a, a new and different society, it doesn't have to be that way. So I actually cook a lot more than you. Yeah. Because I enjoy cooking. Sorry, Italian family. I have to do it. But well, it you doesn't don't like a lot of my me. Mexican stuff. So that's why I'm like, eh, okay, I'm like, fine. What, what, what's your, what's your uh, catchphrase? I don't cook, I cater. Oh, I know. Enough said. <laughs> Enough said. Was that all 10 of them? No, we're, we're still, we're okay. 9 and 10. Okay, so here. Right. We'll stay in bed longer than usual, watch something in the morning, then have some good old sex. We get dinner that's too expensive for either of us, but we really want probably some nice sushi, then have a lot of wine and hang out all night. Hey, that's our, actually our day plan. Yeah. We, we already had the great sex. We did lay in bed quite some time, mm -hmm. longer than usual. Um, but yeah, I mean, well, we, we, I bought all the ingredients yesterday at Costco. It was, it was just like, Hey, that's a good price for this. Okay. Well, let me just get that. And a little coconut shrimp, a little potatoes. Then I just realized I had corn. So, so yeah. we're going to sit at home and have a fun night tonight. Oh, fun, fun, fun. Kind of, yeah. Okay. And last one, number 10, my ideal Valentine's day is a normal day at work. And then we meet up for a cute dinner for which we made our reservations months in advance, get dessert and booze, then go to a place that has a nice view of a cute park. We cuddle, chat, eat dessert, drink, and then it will end up with getting frisky. That's nice. I'm all up for the needing reservations way ahead of time. There are some people I know who put stress on this. Um, I do know a couple. She got very upset. It wasn't that he didn't take her to a nice restaurant. She didn't make it's, the reservations on time. Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. It was a place that didn't need reservations. And she very much had the, if it doesn't need reservations, then it's not special. Oh, I missed that couple. Oh, yeah. And that, that was a whole nightmare. I'm not, if the food is good, if the atmosphere is good, the point of the dinner is to put you two in an environment where you get to enjoy yourselves. And for some of them, I got to say, I know couples who do better at a sports bar because they're both sports nuts as opposed to a nice, you know, romantic uh, wine bar or something like that. It, again, that's the median. It doesn't really matter what it is as long as, as long as it fits the two of you. Right. You know, you have to see what is in your love mapping. That's it. You know, 
What is it that you desire? Do you understand each other? And as weird as it sounds, it's like, yes, you do need to give your partner directions on what makes you happy, on, you know, what is your favorite childhood memory? What's your favorite vacation spots? You know, what kind of books do you like to read? You know, do you have a secret ambition? What is it? You know, these are things that you need to know and do on a consistent basis. You know, I know sometimes I forget shit and I'll ask. You know, it's like, hey, something simple. Like his favorite hot dogs. I get confused between Nathan's and Hebrew National. Don't ask me why. I'm a Vienna beef kind of girl. So I get confused. But I still ask. And I'll never blame you for it. I know. But that is love mapping right there. Because I I know that you you love these particular hot dogs. And I always try to get them for you. We do. We do. I think we have a fairly good communication. But um, but that's we, what makes or breaks uh, Valentine's Day. It's the communication. That's true. That's very true. Before we get to the end of this, though, I wanted to say we talked a lot about Valentine's Day with couples. And we talked about the um, the engagement rings as a little rants here and there. But Valentine's Day is, again, just one of those holidays that is couple-focused. But just because you're not in a relationship, not a couple... Doesn't mean you should sit at home and let, let let everyone else do it. How many events are there out there for single people? Oh, no, 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 no. We're going to go down that route? Let's go back to February 13th. What's February 13th? Valentine's Day. What's that? Yay, we get to celebrate Valentine's Day with our gal. So we call it Valentine's Day. Yay. And the freaking industry has milked it. Mm. There was all these events, and my unfortunately, our our week was so jam packed that I couldn't go to some of these Galentine's events to network meet and say, "Hey, come to our sex classes." But you know, it's like we went to nude nights. But there's Galentine's Day cards. There's Galentine's Day events. I mean, even to the restaurant we went last night, there was Galentine's Day deals. I'm not super up on the Galentine's Day, but I do want to go ahead and say. Yeah, what what being single is never a bad thing. I'd rather be single and happy than in a miserable relationship. But just because it's Valentine's Day, enjoy yourself. Go find honestly find a meetup group. Go do something, or if you want to sit at home and do it, sometimes I like being home alone. But here, here's my rewind in in regards to Valentine's Day and Valentine's Day. So the girls are getting together and celebrating their love for each other. What about men? Why do we make it so uncomfortable for men to say, hey, bro, I well, love you. Thanks for being there. Thanks for being my friend. Because, because that's society and that's to- toxic masculinity. Right. Because women are doing that for Galentine's Day. I love you. Thanks for being there. Thanks for being my friend, supporting me, getting me through that. We should do the same thing for men. I think that's what we should do for next um, next year. While the girls Man are- in Times Day. You know what? Well, I'll figure it out. Or bro times day. Something like that. But I think that's... that. I Hold me accountable, audience. I am going to create an event just for men to come and celebrate men. You know, I, I can't even jump on that. I'm bored with that. What? What? You, you created a bisexual support group. You can't I, jump I, on that? I just... Anyway... Okay, I, we need feedback. We'll do an audience poll on this. You know, would men I would, appreciate their version of Galentine's Day? I would prefer just a, a, a more 
even view, which I think we have, of Valentine's Day. That it is not a day where the masculine side of the relationship is responsible for pleasing the, the feminine side of the relationship. Where it's just, you know what, it's a day to celebrate and, ha and enjoy our love. You know, take a day aside, put work down for a little bit, and, and enjoy it. And yeah. I think that should really, really what it should be. Not all the commercial stuff, not all the, well, he didn't spend enough, so therefore that measures his love. Love love has no dollar figure, and I'm so tired of that. Oh, I know it. I hey, Okay, I will tell you a horror story of my ex. Um, We just had a car accident. I wasn't working. I It was my first time away from my family and friends, so I was dead alone just it was him and his family that's it and I was stuck in a bad situation and again I scrambled whatever few pennies I could afford to go buy him a Christmas gift no friends no family no job car accident no money so I did and he was a big Star Wars fan too I was able to get him this cute little figurine. It was like probably five or six bucks over at a local grocery store. And that's all I got him. And he threw it in my face, yelled and screamed at me and said, that's not what I want for Christmas. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Do you not realize you totaled out our car that I got as a gift I am away from my family for Christmas. I have no friends here because I'm locked up. And you are ungrateful. That's just. That is what we're talking about. We're talking about. Doesn't matter how inexpensive the fucking gift is. It's the thought and effort. That means the most. Like I said. No car. No friends. No job. Still made an effort to go and get a gift. And that was an asshole. Yes. Yes. Yes, he was. And, and it's just like we, we get so wrapped up with the hype in the media in regards to this is what you need to do. This is what you need to spend. And I'm like, no. I mean, I, earlier, if you guys watched my Insta stories this week, I was ranting and bitching about the friggin flowers that I normally buy every week for my house. I triple the price. So this week, my house has no flowers because I wasn't about to, you know, pay the friggin' triple the price range for the same flowers I buy every other week, except for this week, because it's Valentine's Day. Ugh! So anyway, that was our thoughts <laughs> on Valentine's Day. In our next episode coming up, I think we're going to be talking about sexy consent and etiquette. Yes. Because there's yes. so much of it that has become misunderstood, has been blown out of proportion by the media. We're actually just at the point now, uh, either today or tomorrow, the Harvey Weinstein verdict is going to be coming in, and we're going to see how that goes. And uh, again, it's it's this one thing that, and I, I love how one side plays it. Oh, consent so bad, I can't even talk to a woman. Well, no, you just can't be an asshole. And consent on the other side is like, uh, you know, oh, I don't know why uh, people don't approach me. And there's intimidation in there that we don't even mean. There's so much in there that just needs to go ahead and be discussed. We'll be bringing that up on our episode. Oh, episode you, in a week. you forgot the best part. It's like it ruins the mood. Uh, no, it doesn't. It we makes have it some hotter. great consent violation stories. But that's going to be next week, so I really hope you enjoy us. Yes. Otherwise, we're going to say have a happy Valentine's Day. 
or Single Awareness Day, Happy Single Love, Day. or Happy Love Day. So we we covered the categories because we're we already missed Valentine's Day, which was February thirteenth. Yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry. I hope you all enjoy. But it's like to me, it's it's an everyday. I show love and appreciation to everyone in my life every day. So. As I show my love and appreciation to all of you, don't forget to listen, subscribe, and review. I don't care if you hate this episode, at least it's a review. I will appreciate that. Follow us on social media everywhere at Sex Positive Me. Um, leave our comments, uh, questions. If there's anything you like us to review or talk about, let us know. Subscribe for our newsletter so that way you can keep in touch. Thank you very much. Have a good weekend. Bye. Your exploration destination is here. The Sex Down South Conference, located in Atlanta, Georgia, is taking place this fall at the Sheraton Downtown. Named the most diverse and entertaining sexual education conference in the nation, this year's theme is Sex Through the Ages. Featuring sex celebrities Ida Mandula, Joan Price along with Tristan Terramino, Dr. Jess O'Reilly, Ignacio Rivera, Midori, and Dr. Ruthie Nustafer. We have over 60 presenters from around the world who are bringing their expertise, which ranges from lectures to workshops and live demos. Enthusiasts enjoy the fun and learning from the best, all while doing it in an inclusive and loving environment. In the evening, you'll be thrilled from head to toe with our little bang on Thursday night, our mix and mingle on Friday night, and our phenomenal closing party, the Big Bang, on Saturday night, which features performances, raffles, dancing, and photography in our infamous black box. We'll also have the labyrinth, our custom dungeon, getting some action as well. Join us September 10th through the 12th at the Sheraton downtown. Register at sexdownsouth.com and enter Positive Me for $20 off your ticket. Again, that's sexdownsouth.com.